former middle school teacher and math coach on a mission to help educators create a positive classroom community. Yes, stop the intro. We do not have time for all that. It's August and educators are busy people right now, so we are going to cut to the chase today. Today's topic is how to do more in less time. As we move into the new school year, I know teachers and leaders are thinking about how to make up for lost instructional time. Your school or district may have found a way to increase time by either extending the school day or the school year, but in most places, that's not the case. And in fact, if your students will be remote part of the time or all of the time, you may have even less time with students than you'd typically have. To get in a similar mindset, I thought I'd challenge myself to see how much I could accomplish in this episode by applying the 80-20 rule, which you'll remember is the principle stating that 80% of results will come from just 20% of your actions. I crunched some numbers and discovered that the average length of a mindful math podcast episode is 30 and a half minutes. And since 20% of 30 is six, My goal for this episode is for it to be as close to six minutes as possible. So I'm going to see if I can give you 80% of the value, that is information that will get you 80% of the way there, in only 20% of the time. So now you can see why time is of the essence. Okay, back to you and the situation you're facing, which is having to teach students as much, if not more content, in less time. The good news is that you too can apply the 80-20 rule as you plan for instruction at the year-long, unit, and lesson levels. It's all about prioritizing your time and energy, which is as much about saying no as it is about saying yes. What content deserves the most instructional time? And which content doesn't? We don't have time to get into all the details of prioritizing time today, However, I do have a free guide you can use to support you. It's the Prioritize Time How-To Guide, and it's part of the Increase Access to Grade Level Math resource bundle, which you may already have. But if not, you can get it at www.mindfulmathcoach.com forward slash bundle. Look within the 10 strategies to bridge the gap to grade level math, which you'll receive as part of that bundle. I will highlight a few things now. Number one. At the year-long level, you'll want to focus your instructional time on the major work of the grade. In the how-to guide, I link to some resources from AchieveTheCore.org that can help you identify that content if you teach kindergarten through eighth grade. If you teach high school, it is a bit more complicated, and you'll really need to orient to your state standards, any summative assessments you might give, and possibly district guidance. If you're a high school teacher, I will link to a document called the Widely Applicable Prerequisites, which I find to be somewhat helpful, but unfortunately not as clear as the K-8 focused by grade level documents. Now, at the unit level, you'll want to get really clear about the key understandings you want students to have coming out of the unit. Keep those top of mind as you calendar out the lessons for your unit and as you adjust your plan along the way based on daily checks for understanding, quizzes, and any other formative assessments you might give. If your students have unfinished learning from previous grades, either due to school closures from this past spring or otherwise, one resource you may be interested in is the new Illustrative Mathematics 6th through 12th grade resources for addressing unfinished learning and engaging students in distance learning. 
This suite of resources includes curriculum adaptation packs to get students ready for grade-level content. And with that, IM has done the heavy lifting to identify relevant units to review that will help prepare students for the current grade-level content. I will be sure to link to those resources in the show notes as well. Okay, next let's talk about the lesson level. This is where I suggest you focus most of your time in planning to get the biggest payoff. What I mean is that while it's important to look across the year and to do some work at the unit level as well, the rubber meets the road at the lesson level. We all know lesson planning can feel like a chore sometimes. It can be time-consuming and complicated. So let's apply the 80-20 rule to lesson planning and focus in on the areas that move the needle the most. In lessons, you'll want to get clear on your daily learning goal and then prioritize the problems and tasks that align most strongly. After that, eliminate some of the problems or tasks or limit the time that you spend on them. One of the things I'm obsessed with is finding what I call low-cost, high-impact actions. And what I mean by low-cost, high-impact are the things that take the lowest lift and yield the most results. There are many things you could choose to focus on when you plan a lesson. But which are the most important? Here are the three things that I'd call out. Number one, getting crystal clear on the learning goal of the lesson. Number two, planning for accessibility to ensure all students can meaningfully engage in the lesson. And number three, planning for discussion by anticipating student solutions and thinking through which strategies you'd want to highlight in a discussion. Shoot, we're already at six minutes and I still have one more thing I'd like to share with you, which is the behind the scenes of how I made this episode happen and how you too can focus your energy when you have limited time, which let's be real is pretty much all the time when you're an educator. First, prioritize. Identify the 20% of things that will make 80% of the difference. In my case, I thought about the 20% of information and resources I wanted to share with you in the six minutes I had. In your case, you'll want to prioritize instructional time at the year-long, unit, and daily lesson levels. There are resources available to help you with this. For example, the Focus by Grade Level documents I mentioned earlier. And I'll also link to another resource you can use. It's the Addressing Unfinished Learning After COVID-19 School Closures Guidance, released in June of 2020 by the Council of the Great City Schools. In it, they share six great principles and strategies, along with information about how to identify essential learning and support key grade-level transitions. Second, repurpose. Ask yourself, what do I already have that I can build off of? For this episode, I knew I already had the prioritized time how-to guide and some relevant content that I shared in a recent webinar. Here's a resource you can repurpose, the Illustrative Mathematics video series, which has 24 video lessons for grades 6 through 8 as well as Algebra 1. That's 24 lessons per grade. These lessons focus on content from the major work of the grade, which is perfect. And of course, I'll link them in the show notes. Please, please, please don't put pressure on yourself to create video lessons for your students every day. Take advantage of what's out there to save yourself some time. And finally, time box. Set a time frame for yourself and stick to it as much as you can. For example, 
I gave myself only one hour to plan this episode, which is a significant decrease since I usually spend at least five times that. I also set a goal to shorten the time frame of the episode itself to save you time. And while I've already exceeded the six-minute goal I set for myself, we're not too far off. So one more time, my three tips are prioritize, repurpose, and time box. And there you have it. How did I do? If you want to get your hands on any of the resources I mentioned in this episode, including the Increase Access to Grade Level Math Resource Bundle, which includes the Prioritize Time How-To Guide, you can find them on the show notes page at www.mindfulmathcoach.com forward slash episode 14. In closing, as always, I want to extend an invitation to you to join me on the journey to providing equitable math learning experiences and outcomes for students of color. If you enjoyed this episode and want to make sure you don't miss the next one, head over to mindfulmathcoach.com and sign up to receive weekly reminders for new episodes. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in.